It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask. Refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember. Put on my blue suede shoes and I boarded the plane. Touchdown in the land of the Delta Blues In the middle of the pouring rain W.C. Handy Won't you look down over me Yeah, I got a first class ticket But I'm as blue as a boy can be Then I'm walking in Memphis Just walking with my feet ten feet off a beam Walking in Memphis But do I really feel the way I feel Saw the ghost of Elvis On Union Avenue Followed him up to the gates of Graceland And I watched him walk right through Now security, they did not see him They just Hovered round his tomb But there's a pretty little thing Waiting for the king Down in the jungle room When I was walking in Memphis I was walking with my feet Ten feet off a beam Walking in Memphis Catfish on the table They've got gospel in the air Reverend Green Be glad to see you When you haven't got a prayer But boy you got a prayer in Memphis 
piano Every Friday at the Hollywood And they brought me down to see her And they asked me if I would Do a little number And I sang with all my might She said, tell me are you a Christian child? And I said, ma'am I am tonight Walking in Memphis Was walking with my feet ten feet off a beam And uh, welcome back, fuckers. Um, shit, I forgot about pill. Got to bring up my pill chat. Completely forgot about that oh. one. Sorry about that pill. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Just give me a second. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I've been reading the chat over here. It uh, it made us. It set us off again. It's been a. It's been a rough. A rough day. Anybody but, else walking around like a zombie too? Like, just like you're at work and you're like, what am I doing here? Uh, yeah, that was me all day long today. I tried to stay busy. I played in the dirt. And as I told Mick, I actually stopped crying for a long time today because Justin fucking told me to. I can hear him in my head. We'll bring up a different pill chat tonight. We'll bring up, because I can't, I don't see... That was the other one. No, I'll just do this one. Okay. That's fine. All day long today. I tried to stay busy. I played whoa, in the dirt. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. yeah okay. okay. All right. Don't worry. Anyway, um, and as I also told Mick, um, we, uh, what'd you do? Nothing. I just, I do this all the time because I got to go to this. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I brought up the Justin cannabis not, in combat. He would not want Check. us to stop doing this. Yeah. Um, he'd want us to tell the truth and we had a guest scheduled for tonight uh dr saeed yes um and uh and and y'all know well those of us that that are joining us from the cannabis and combat channels and have not been us before um welcome to the patriot party i'm v lynn and this is my stalwart co-host mick yes yes <laughs> and we're getting through so um let's bring dr saeed in because he's kind of walking into this blind. He has no, no idea, idea what we're talking about. On. Yes. Uh, Doctor. Hello, Dr. Sade. Hey, how's it going? I mean, I, I think I'm, I need to say I'm sorry for your loss. Is that right? Did somebody just yeah. pass away? 
Um, I yeah. think you met uh, you met Justin from Cannabis in Combat in Dallas. Huge guy, 6'4", 225, bald head yeah. with a beard. Yeah, uh, yeah. He took his own life on Sunday. Well, that's terrible. Was there, yeah. was it, I mean, was there something wrong? I mean, did anyone? Yeah, he had, he, he, uh, he had coming. He, he had some, he had some demons that he was fighting for a very long time and, um, and they caught up with him and, and I'll, I'll leave it at that. So, um, Sorry but yeah. That. Oh yeah. So, but we're, 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 we're going to keep plugging on and we had just been out to visit him in Vegas, uh, a week ago. Um, and, uh, we had our computer set up with his stream keys because we were doing joint shows together from his studio while we were there and, uh, and I hadn't taken them off. So, um, we're, we're also broadcasting on his channels now. So, um, so yeah, uh, we, we had a lot of crossover, audience anyway almost mm. all of it actually 90 <laughs> percent uh, ex except on the the uh redpills.tv side but yeah. um but yeah so um so yeah so it's it's been kind of a it's kind of been a rough rough day rough Couple few days, days yeah. but we're just gonna we're just gonna keep plugging away because it's all it's all we can do so and he wouldn't want us to stop so most definitely so he was he was a warrior for sure so Anyway, but uh, I, I'm wearing my, you know, I'm, I'm actually, I'm really glad you're here. First off, because I know I cannot turn it over to you to talk for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, and also because Mick has, Mick put me on a, a moratorium on talking about COVID for a long time. And he said, I couldn't talk about COVID until something new came up. And now something new's come up because... I, I whipped out my COVID-1984 shirt today because they are, I hate to break it to y'all, but they're bringing COVID back. The hell's up with that? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, uh, there's two things, I guess. And, you know, they, I, I can't believe that they're still calling it an emergency, right? I mean, the pandemic is waning for people, at least people who haven't been vaccinated. Um, it seems to be going in the wrong direction for people who are vaccinated. There's the, like the latest data out of England from, the entire month of May is showing that those who are vaccinated are now dying at higher rates than the unvaccinated. Um, but the but the biggest emergency right now is that they're trying to vaccinate everyone's children in the United States. I mean, this is just completely, it's like an utterly ridiculous farce, right? Because children basically have no risk and they're not protecting grandma and grandpa. They're not protecting anyone else because it's a leaky vaccine. Um, and, and that, so like, it's so easy to explain why you shouldn't vaccinate a child um, it's, I mean, it's like you don't even have to get into the studies, which are utter garbage to begin with. Um, you should just be able to tell people that your child is at no risk. What are you thinking? Like, why, why would you take any risk, right? There's no medical procedure. I mean, I wouldn't even give the kid aspirin or Tylenol for COVID because there's like still some risk of taking aspirin and Tylenol, right? I mean, they're not completely, utterly safe. Some kids you know, might end up with some problems, some rare side effect, even if they've taken it before. It's like, if you have zero risk from something, why would you take any risk, even a small risk, trying to prevent it or treat it or whatever, right? I mean, it's like, it makes no sense, right? And that's before we even get into the studies, which are, like I said, they're, they're just garbage. That's like the best word to describe them. Um, I mean, I, I can go through like, there, there's like five, six points about these studies that are just, I mean, it's like, you just have to scratch millions to surface, right? I mean, if you, if you just, just look at the study, right? Anyone with a single active brain cell would realize that these studies make no sense. I mean, they don't prove anything. 
and and the way they've been put together and the and the things they're using to prove or to like present to the FDA and say that like we should you know you should authorize it because of this this and this i mean it's just completely bogus um and 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 the sad thing is that now it's kind of like an open secret right like 49 out of 50 states excepting florida pre-ordered like millions of dollars worth of doses for kids before the fda had even convened and decided to to allow it right i mean these pharmaceutical companies they know what's up they they produce you know millions of doses of their you know pills and their shots before the approval comes through right they wouldn't do that unless they knew right i mean it's just it's a rubber stamping agency it's a foregone conclusion it's going to be approved um you know you just have to you get the word from fauci or from biden or whoever it is that's in charge and they just tell you they tell you what you're going to vote you know how you're going to vote so so th this is all a, it's just a big farce right it's uh you know, it's all theater. It's all political theater, like kabuki theater, right? Like we're just going through the motions of a functioning democracy at this point. I mean, it's all, it's all just BS. With the, so when they bring this back, is there going to be, is, are they going to, you think they're going to try and roll out another vaccine on top of that one? Yeah. I mean, at this point, the, the word is that the FDA is going to allow, you know, uh, the, companies that have used the mRNA technology to just swap out new mRNA, right? Like and without without going through any trials, without jumping through any hoops. It's like, oh, we've already proven the technology is safe and effective. So it doesn't matter what spike protein we use inside of that little capsule. You know, we can stick in a new mRNA and get your body to produce a different spike protein. Um, and apparently the plans are that they're going to use both mRNAs, the, the newer one, like Omicron version, plus the initial one. Um, so, so we know that giving people that initial mRNA from the initial, you know, variant, the Wuhan variant, <clears throat> I mean, it's a terrible idea, right? Because that variant's not around anymore. It harms the immune system. And I spoke to a doctor in Florida, Merrick Villa. She's testing all of her patients for immunoglobulins and CD4 and CD8 T levels. So I, I'm sure you've heard of vaccine-acquired immunodeficiency. This is like a real thing. I've never seen low CD4 counts in any patient aside from a patient with HIV AIDS, okay? And this is like later stage, you know, this is like full-blown AIDS. It's not early HIV. You don't get decreased CD4, CD8 counts until the end, right? That, that's when you're like near, you know, it, there's not much time left, right? Um, and, and why are we seeing all these cancers being diagnosed in people? Why are the death rates going up in Europe and everywhere else? Um, just all-cause mortality, right? Heart attacks, dying in your sleep, collapsing on the soccer field, oh, you know, whatever oh, it is. Wait, wait. I, I have an answer for that one now. They, there was a, 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 new, a new article came out. It reminded me because I'm actually drinking coffee right now because it's been such a long day. Um, and the, the article came out that said actually coffee, drinking coffee causes blood clots. Oh, geez. <laughs> Coffee and, apparently does everything, right? Everything yeah, under the sun, whether you want it to do something good or bad. <laughs> right? We used, we used to joke, we'd be like, God, please, please don't ever let Trump say that he likes coffee because the Democrats will ban it. <laughs> and now they've gone a step further. Now it causes blood clots. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're grasping at straws here, right? I mean, they're making up new things like sudden adult death syndrome. I've never heard that term before. I mean, there's there's something called Brugada syndrome where young athletes get like an arrhythmia, but you can diagnose that beforehand, right? Like you can see it on the EKG and, and you can like counsel them. You can put in a pacemaker or something. So it's these people aren't dying of Brugada syndrome. I mean, the, the rate of deaths, you know, these sudden adult deaths and sudden, you know, young adult deaths have shot up 
from prior years, like massively shot up. Um, so the insurance industry knows that everyone knows it. it's, it's, it's an open secret, right? Um, it's just most, you know, uh, I don't know how many American people, you know, what percentage of the American people don't know it just because it's been hushed up in the mainstream media. Um, but, but this is really concerning, right? We, we have, um, you know, to get into the into the children's vaccine trial, this Pfizer trial, to, to just give you a flavor of how ridiculous it is, right? They, like halfway through the trial, they gave two shots, just like they gave to gave to the adults, and then they they were like, okay, it's a wrap. You know, let's analyze the data, let's unblind the group, let's start vaccinating the placebo group because it, you know, like why not? It's uh, it's going to be so effective. You know, we've proven everything. And then once they dig into the data, they realize they didn't prove anything. It was actually negative efficacy. It, it wasn't working. And then they're like, oops, you know, well we vaccinated like nearly sixty percent of the placebo group. Um, let's try to like salvage this, you know, complete and utter mess. Um, let's bring on, bring in another 700 or so, you know, children and let's try to, you know, um, give a third dose. Okay. Um, and, and so at this point the, the trial should have been completely scrapped and, and they would have, they, they knew going into it, right. They only enrolled, they enrolled less than 5,000 children. We know for a fact that children are far less affected than adults. So if it took 40,000 adults, participants in the adult Pfizer trial to come up with any signal, right, to get enough people to catching COVID and enough people being hospitalized to determine whether there was, you know, supposedly any efficacy, it would have taken probably 10 times 40,000, like 400,000 kids to get the same level of clinical significance in the trial, right? Just, just at the design phase, you knew that you needed far more children because far fewer of them are going to get sick with COVID. Far fewer of them are going to have any COVID, let alone hospitalization, or none of them are going to die, right? Because kids just don't die from this. Um, so they knew right off the bat that 4,000, somewhere between four and 5,000 was such a tiny number for a kid's trial that they would never, it was impossible to reach any clinical significance, like statistical significance. So going into it, they knew that. And then, you know, I don't know why they, they thought that they had to just, you know, reach some amount of clinical significance after the second dose. Then they end up, you know, trying to salvage this thing and give a third dose. Um, and so, and, and then they try to tell you that, okay, after three doses, um, there's 80% efficacy. And this is based on, there were seven COVID cases after the third dose in the placebo group and three after the third dose in the uh, vaccine group. Um, and at this point, you know, once they got in those cases, Pfizer publicly said, you know, to the media, to everyone that we we're actually waiting for 21 cases at least, okay, of COVID so that we have, we have better significance. We, we have better clinical significance based on the statistics. They never got more than 10. Okay. And then they're just like, well, let's move the goalposts. Okay. So anytime you move the goalposts in the middle of a trial, that's a huge red flag. I mean, you're trying, you're like changing the rules in the middle of a game, right? It's like playing football or something and deciding to change the rules halfway through because you're losing. Right. I mean, it just goes to show that that the game is lost. You've lost the game. Right. Yeah. Um, if you have to change the rules in order to win. Um, so, so the, the, you know, the jig is up at that point. And then, you know, and so what happens in the end is they claim 80% efficacy based on this like halfway result that didn't even reach what they needed to reach. And the biggest problem with that 80% efficacy number is it's a point estimate. Okay. It's not, there's no certainty around it. The, the range of certainty for the result for the efficacy is anywhere from negative 370% to 90 to positive 99%. Okay. And if, if you notice, like most of that range is in a negative territory. Right. Um, and so what that means is there's a small chance, maybe a quarter of chance that it's uh 
um, positive efficacy, somewhere between one and 99% effic effective. And there's, you know, most of it, like three quarters of it, that range is in the negative territory, which means it's most likely negative efficacy, right, after three doses, which means you're more likely to catch the virus if you get the shot. Um, and uh, up to 3.7 times more likely, right, to catch the virus. And that's called, you know, the confidence interval for your point estimate. You know, and it's a very wide one. You want it to be as small as possible. And and it has to be all within the positive territory for the trial to even have any statistical significance, right? For a statistician to be like, yeah, this is something that we can work with, right? So so all of the estimates after the first dose, after the second dose, after the third dose, they're all, you know, crossing zero, negative, partly in the negative range, partly in the positive range, and primarily in the negative range, right? Like um, most of those, most of that um, range is negative territory. Um, and and the other thing, you know, is ridiculous is after the second dose, the point estimate is actually negative. So it's like a negative 40% efficacy that they're reporting after the second dose. And it's like, you can't just skip to the end and take three doses all at once, right? Like everyone has to take one dose and then a second dose, and then a third dose. And along that path, you're going to catch COVID, right? And, and and be more likely to catch COVID, even they're admitting it after the second dose. Um, and and yet they're, you know, they're recommending this for everyone. So um, they went to the FDA and, and they couldn't get it through with this, you know, ridiculous thing that they mentioned in the mainstream media that it's 80% effective. The FDA is not going to buy it. I mean, a statistician just on the face of it can tell that this is, you don't even have to dig into the trial, right? You just look at the confidence interval and you're like, okay, this doesn't pass muster. Um, so then there's, then this is where they really move the goalpost more than just like restarting the trial and adding a third dose. They decide we're going to pass it through based on the antibody response, right? And if the antibody response meant anything, right, um, they would allow you to check your antibodies after a natural infection and not have to go get vaccinated, right? Um, but, but it means nothing to them, right? And the VRB PAC, the, the, the committee that advises the FDA has said, so, so obviously antibodies after a natural infection are very meaningful, but we know and they know that antibodies triggered by a vaccine are, they don't predict anything. They don't predict immunity of any kind. They don't, they don't predict anything. I mean, actually the mainstream view was maybe it's not even the antibodies. Maybe it's like T cell responses or something. You know, you're training the T cells to re recognize this, um, the virus based on the spike protein production. So anyway, the, the, the advisory committee to the FDA has publicly stated that Checking antibodies is, you know, it's baseless after a vaccine. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't tell us anything about the efficacy. But this is how the FDA approved it. They, they approved it based on checking antibody levels in 5% of the children, right? And they don't explain how they chose that 5%, right? I mean, theoretically, the other they could have checked them in 100% and just only told us about 5%. Maybe the other 95% didn't even make antibodies. We don't even know, right? This is like unknown. Um, and then the other ridiculous thing about it is they're comparing the level of antibodies to a random selection of adults from the adult trial. And again, they don't explain how they cho cho chose which tiny sample of adults to, to use to compare the antibody responses in. Um, and, and the FDA... Immunobridging, right? I was going to ask about that, where you basically take the, the antibodies levels in kids and compare them to adults. And because the adults had so much efficacy, then they assume that the children will as well. Yeah, like, that's, that's exactly they what the they're same doing. Level of ACE receptors or anything like that. Oh yeah, so. yeah. Children are completely different. I mean, that's why we have yeah. pediatricians. They don't go to like <laughs> internal internists like me, right? They go to a pediatrician or a family practice doctor who spent a lot of time, you know, training on pediatrics. You know, pediatric populations. Um, you know, it's like it's like you know, 
passing something through to pregnant women, which is what they did, right? Like uh, approved it for pregnant women based on trials in non-pregnant women, you know? Um, so it, it's, it's, it's somewhat ridiculous. I mean, it's exceedingly ridiculous, I think. Um, and, and the, you know, so, so there's all these problems with the trial, right? Um, the adverse events are really high. Um, the, the rate of adverse events, one in 71 kids had a serious adverse event. Um, and, and there's, you know, just to get back to the, the basics, you know, it's just no kid needs this, right? Um, we've seen from the adult vaccine rollout in the last two years that certainly they're leaky. They don't prevent you from getting it. They don't prevent you from giving it to somebody else. And now it's clear they don't prevent severe infection. They're actually causing severe infection, right? People are developing vaccine-acquired immunodeficiency. They're developing cancers, um, autoimmune diseases. Um, I, I'm seeing every day, right? I'm seeing, this is all I do now is talk to vaccine-injured patients and long-haul patients. Um, and, and the terrible thing is most of these vaccine-injured patients have been so brainwashed that like, you know, they still think they made the right choice, right? Based on the evidence, this the data that they had or whatever they were told at the time. Um, I, I think that, you know, you could tell right from the start that this is a no-go. You shouldn't be taking this thing. Um, but but people are, you know, psychologically wedded to what they've done. And it's hard for them to admit having made a mistake, especially doctors, right, who have given this thing to thousands of their patients. It's like they have a vested interest in not having been wrong, right? It's not even like a monetary interest it's more like a ethical interest kind of right like um i couldn't have been that wrong that i harmed that many people and so they everyone has blinders on the doctors and the patients who got these things most of the people who've been vaccine injured it took them like a year to figure it out to even connect the dots like obviously all their doctors are like oh you know they, they didn't even consider it it wasn't even like oh that wasn't the vaccine it was like the conversation didn't even get started that it could have been the vaccine it was just like oh let's figure out why you have strange new symptoms and like no one thinks to think you know no one even considers that it could have been vaccine related because it's been pounded into them that it's safe and effective i mean finally and, and not even the patients are asking the question until like six months eight months ten months and then they go down the rabbit hole and realize that whoa i've been completely lied to there's all these people online there's all this you know there's a subculture of people you know and alternative media that are talking about this and they've been talking about it nonstop, and i just didn't hear about it um and then they go and look for you know what they can do about it and um, I mean, the people who yeah. en end up, you know, coming to me are the ones who are really motivated. I mean, they were really healthy to begin with. They were like, you know, CEOs of their own company and like competitive cyclists and like they were just firing on all cylinders. Right. They were, you know, um, I just spoke to a, a doctor, like a retinologist. I mean, this this is like a, you know, a, an ophthalmologist who's like further specialized in retinal diseases. I mean, she had a thriving practice and she's basically disabled. <laughs> she has no energy. She's closing her practice down. Okay, because she can't even think straight, right? She she it took her like two weeks to fill out my intake forms. All right. Um, she she couldn't even figure out how to do it. I think her dad had to come over and help her do it. Um, I mean, when you talk to her, she seems pretty normal, but like her upper her higher level functioning is completely wiped out. I mean, she can't remember things she can't like i mean she she sounds like a normal person like she can talk to you normally but like all of this higher level function is completely gone she, like she just can't yeah. handle patients she can't handle work she she can barely handle her marriage or her daughter or like you know anything that requires any kind of planning or forethought or like remembering what you were talking about a minute ago right um 
you know, it's a, you know, so, so it's really, um, it's really we're, terrible that the level all, of, you know, we're all damage. seeing it every, every day in, in the people around us. I, I, I pulled up a, a text message from my cousin who's on the, the left coast. Um, and, uh, and she told me that she has uh, myalgic encephalomyelitis. Yeah, that's chronic fatigue syndrome. I mean, it's like yeah, chronic syndrome. chronic fatigue syndrome. And she was like, "Oh, I have this because of trauma that I experienced when I was a kid." And I was oh, like, no. "No, you have this because of the jab." And, and she was like, "I I don't believe that." Um, I'm, she said, I'm, I'm going to have to ask you to just respect this and agree to disagree. Oh, it's not God. from the COVID shot. Let's just drop it. And I was like, you do realize that that is one of the, 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 I mean, that's like the primary diagnosis of vaccine. I'm like, that's like the yeah. first symptom that came out in October of 2020. Like when it got leaked from the FDA, we did an episode about it in, in December when we went through all the symptoms, like I, and I told her, I said, you know, just to let you know, even if you had it before, the jab exacerbate yeah. anything that previously had. So if you had some random cancer cells floating around in you that, you know, maybe you were going to get cancer when you're 70, guess what? Yeah. Now all of a sudden you're 40 and you're coming down with stage three or four prostate cancer. Mm -hmm. It's insane. Yeah. Like, and, and they're so brainwashed is the only, and I couldn't, I couldn't tell her that because uh, yeah. She's so, she's so fragile already, you know, and she's like, she's, I, what, you know what? I don't understand. How did all that like crunchy granola health nuts mm -hmm. turn around and take this like poison injection? I I, honestly, I don't get it either. Right. All, all the counterculture rebels, right. All the like, <laughs> you know, the, I don't know, all those like rock bands and stuff from like the nineties, you know, that were like, you know, rage against uh, the machine, whatever, you know, concert. They just had their first concert. You know what? Everyone was required to have a vaccine. You had to show a vaccine passport to get into rage against the machine. Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. I mean, it, it's like they've sold out to the man. I don't know. Right. Like, um, or they just got old and scared. I don't know what happened. Um, to all these people, but like people that even in the functional medicine community, you know, I've been kind of loosely affiliated with functional medicine physicians in that community for a while. They're usually on the cutting edge of everything, right? Like they're always yeah. trying to like push the envelope in terms of treatments. And like, they were just missing an action completely from like off-label prescribing and, and all of this, right? And, and the vaccines, they're not talking about it, right? Um, they're just going along for the ride, you know? And, um, and it's really, really disturbing, you know? Um, that no one's speaking up. You know, I just spoke with uh, the whistleblower, um, Brooke Jackson, from the Ventavia um, site of the Pfizer trial, the, the adult Pfizer trial. And she was explaining to me that everyone is is making money, okay? <laughs> a lot of money from this thing. Um, you know, so Ventavia is a subcontractor that handles like the clinical research and stuff. And what they do is they go and find a doctor and they're like, you know, this is really lucrative business. You know, like you have a practice, maybe you make a few hundred thousand dollars a year. We can double or triple it. Okay. If you start seeing, you know, processing vaccine patients in between your other visits. Right. So we'll, we'll set you up. We'll show you how to do it. We'll show you how to keep the records and whatever and do the intake forms and, and blah, blah, blah. Right. And we'll give you some staff and whatever. And, and these doctors are sometimes making millions of dollars being like the site, you know, coordinators of at different sites around, you know, around the world. Um, and, and they're, it's just like, 
thousands and thousands of dollars per patient that the vaccine companies are. And of course, I mean, it's a great investment for them because they end up making billions, tens of billions of dollars from this thing. Um, but it was it was a race to the finish line. Right. And Pfizer just cut whatever corners they possibly could. So she was telling me that, you know, everyone is just drinking from this money spigot. Right. This gigantic money spigot. And so um, they're all incentivized to, you know, to cut corners, to like keep up the pace, to, you know, to 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 not be that outlier site that like ends up sending Pfizer bad data that they don't want to see. Right. Um, so so the the monetary incentives are just massive. And, um, you know, and certainly and where does that money media... come from? Because the COVID shots are free, right? Yeah, the money's coming out of our pockets, right? It's coming out of all of our pockets. We're, we're all funding this, you know, evil. Um, and so, you know, all of our taxes, anyone who's paying taxes, they're funding this evil. Um, you know, you, you can, you know, you can say, okay, I intend my taxes to go to, I don't know, the post office or something. But, you know, we're all funding it, right? I mean, th- this is how they're getting it. That plus the fiat monetary system, of course, I, I think is one of like the, the big elephant in the room is the fact that the government ability to print as much money as they want it skews the entire society and the culture you know to towards the government propaganda right and so so like it's really simple you debase the currency by printing more so the government you know they want to buy weapons they want to do whatever they want to do they want to you know um give money to their friends right they want to create these big projects and give away the money um but that debases the currencies people lose more and more purchasing power over time and then the government's incentivized to convince you that hey it's not so bad because that that really expensive food you can't afford anymore is actually really bad for you you know the running the ac is actually bad for the planet we're destroying the planet so you should actually use less electricity and you know those gas guzzlers they're actually bad for the planet so you know so the government science is you know the the whole intent of most government science is to convince you that it's not so bad that you're losing all this purchasing power you know actually you should be eating bugs right and be happy with fewer you know possessions maybe no possessions right um because otherwise we'll end up you know with all these you know ridiculous movies that are trying to convince us that the earth is going to be a dead you know um husk you know of its former self in like 50 years and we're going to have to go to mars or whatever um so so all of this government sponsored pseudoscience right in, in every industry um its primary source is trying to prevent convince people of why they should not be so upset about inflation right um so so th- this is kind of the source of everything the green movement everything right um you know the green revolution for example right like its build is like oh the world was going to starve unless we you know develop gmo technology and like increase the you know the production of wheat dramatically and everything you know now we know for a fact that like small independent farmers can take care of it but it's a bit expensive, right? Like doing things the old fashioned traditional way is a bit more expensive. And, you know, it's easier to spend, you know, you know, a dollar on a box of Wheaties made with like, you know, genetically modified wheat than it is to, you know, support your local farmers. Um, And so, so, you know, the reasoning behind everything, it's like, it's tainted, right? It's like the poisoned well, that that's what we're all drinking from. We're drinking from this poisoned well and and no wonder the entire society just, is poisoned. It's not just one method of depopulation. It's they're they're literally coming at us from every possible angle to kill as many of us as they can, or at least make us so sick that we're completely dependent on their big pharma machine 
um, to just feed any money that we have into them until we do die. Yeah, like, I mean, just, so just, so just I don't down. think anyone like who's really, really intelligent and aware of what's going on really thinks the Earth is anywhere near carrying capacity, right? Quote unquote, carrying yes. capacity. Um, they just know that the pitchforks are coming, right? And they better call the herd, right? Before that point, before, you know, all hell breaks loose and, you know, they're all, you know, hung up to dry, you know, from a tree branch. Um, they they want to, you know, make us sick, like you said, and get rid of most of us, you know, as many of us as possible. Um, you know, you just can't control a population of 300 plus million people who like can buy guns right and keep guns at home um it's it's just uh it's an impossibility right no matter how many tanks and guns you have on you know the side of big government there's just too many people you know it's impossible um for the army to control this entire country which is why we have to fight so hard to retain you know our bill of rights couldn't agree more absolutely couldn't agree more um all right. The um, other thing I wanted to mention, you know, that, I, that I'm a bit worried about is is the data showing that, um, you know, the people who are vaccinated may be in for a world of hurt. Right. So, like I said in the beginning, the um, you know, data coming out of England is supporting this theory that Luc Montagnier, the Nobel Prize winning virologist, you know, um, mentioned, you know, a year or two ago that, you know, by the third winter, everyone who took take took this would be dead. Um, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be that extreme or not, but. ADE is a real thing. And every previous trial of a coronavirus vaccine ended up in all these dead animals, right? And dead kids, even in the 60s, in the late 60s, they tried to come up with a respiratory syncytial virus um, vaccine and ended up killing children. Um, and so it's not, it may not be the first time you're exposed to the wild virus, may not be the second time, but, you know, eventually that ADE is, is something serious. If not that, the vaccine acquired immunodeficiency, which, um, is kind of like out of left field. I mean, it's, it must be something related to the spike protein, like biotoxin. Right. Um, yeah. And, and so, you know, one way or another, it looks like that's starting. I mean, Gert Vandenbosch has been saying like, he expects that in the next couple of months that it's just all hell is going to break loose with people dying in droves who have taken the vaccine and, and not, not the people, you know, he's, he thinks it's going to evade. So, so right. It's it kind of complicated the immunology of it, but basically he's like, there's this, uh, there's this kind of honeymoon phase that we're in right now where it's with Omicron, it's like less, um, you know, severe for everyone, right. Whether vaccinated or unvaccinated, it's not as bad. Right. But now we have the BA five variant. It's actually showing signs of being much worse going to the lungs. And that's exactly what Gert Vandenbosch said. It was going to bypass this, uh, you know, for some reason, so there was something about this, uh, these vaccine antibodies that was preventing it from going to lungs, right, keeping it mild. But he said it's, you know, mutation. This is how these viruses work. They're going to mutate a way around that barrier and they're going to end up back in the lungs again. Right. And cause this severe pneumonia and all of this like terrible illness. And that's what's happening with BA, with this BA5 Omicron variant. It's actually doing that. I, I don't know if this is going to be the killer one, but this one or the next one, I mean, it's headed in that direction back to like severe infection and, and the winter is the worst time for it. And so just in time for midterms, and I don't know what's going to come next. Right. I, mean, I have no idea uh, whether it's going to be used as an excuse or by that time, you know, right now, even this monkeypox thing is gaining steam. You know, there, there's evidence that that's been bioengineered also, um, because it's, it just evolved far too quickly from the from the last known natural variant of monkeypox to the one that's spreading right now. The evolution was too fast. The, the virus doesn't evolve that fast. I mean, it's just like obvious that it's been bioengineered, and it's it, right now it's doubling. Right, it's it's increasing at an exponential rate. I mean, there's something like seven eight thousand infections worldwide, which is just unheard of. Right, I mean. It, 
unless it was seeded right around the world. I mean, it's just like bizarre that it should have popped up in like seven, eight different places the way it did. Um, that's just not the way natural pandemics move. Um, the same with COVID. I mean, it, it had similar, you know, it just popped up in like a hundred different countries overnight and started spreading like wildfire. And, um, you know, it's just, it's very suspicious for, you know, uh, you know, actual active seeding of the virus. And especially when you look at the, you cross, um, you know, reference the locations of U.S. bioweapons labs and and the sources of the outbreaks. Like you look at Italy, it's like kind of like the epicenter is a U.S. bioweapons lab. Um, so so a lot of very suspicious stuff, you know, is coming to a head, you know, and, and unfortunately it may be coming to a head in November during midterm elections. I mean, you know, it's obvious that the Democrats are going to lose bad unless something like martial law is declared. I don't know, unless unless something interferes with the actual elections. Well, um, and, and I was wondering about that. It's going to be weird because we're going to be just kind of jumping back into cold season around the yeah. elections, which will all be odd and probably back in masks again. And they'll probably be oh, doing mail in voting again. They're, and, they're actually they're uh, they're about to announce that they are going to send a free N95 mask to every person in America, um, <laughs> which is just, you know, the, the prelude to, you know, oh, you got to all wear your masks all the time again. Um but it's that's just crazy because uh, I I think honestly I think they're pulling this all out again because they they don't want everyone to know that um, we're running out of diesel engine oil additives. Yeah, that's that's yeah. I, I was, yeah. This was the Brighton thing, right? You yeah, saw that so, or Mike Adams. Yeah, 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 I was watching that maybe yesterday. Like six weeks, maybe now left of that, and then on top of that, uh, there's a very good possibility that the trains are all going to go on strike um, in right around the same time. Um, so we're, we're not going to have any diesel engine oil anyway, and we're not going to have any trains and we're not going to have any food on the shelves and we're not going to have any power. And, um, but that's okay because we're all going to be locked down for COVID. So, you know, uh, as long as CNN keeps telling you to wear your mask and get your shot, it'll, uh, it'll just keep going. So. Now, I mean, if, if this happens, right, like the society is going to break down and they will declare martial law, right? I guarantee yeah. you, because you, you can't, la like, this country can't last that long without, you know, heating oil in the winter and diesel fuel and like products getting to people and like food getting out of California, right? Like he was mentioning that they're not, California's not allowing like independent contractors to drive trucks anymore, right? <laughs> I mean, you have to be employed um, to drive a truck out of California and, and California provides like 30% of the U.S. food supply. Um, so, so when when people start to go hungry, I mean, they're going to be up in arms, right? I mean, there's going to be violence, a lot of it, and and the and the government will declare martial law, and and that seems to be kind of the end game. You declare martial law, you suspend elections, and you know, and it's game over for America, unfortunately. Um, you know, unless you know people actually really rise up and they're just like don't stand for it and there's plenty of people in this country that can do that right there, there's more than enough um it's just a matter of you know sticking to your you know beliefs and your ideals and 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 being able to communicate with each other right that's the biggest thing you know whether it's by shortwave radio or whatever you know you just got to have some method of communication that the government can't block yeah. um and, and but you know they, they have they have control of the internet right i mean there are you know, Absolutely. It's easy to shut it down. It's easy to shut down all this alternative media, you know, and, and just turn it off, flip a switch and, you know, turn off from like the, the central points of connection to the Internet. Um, so, I, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm pretty worried at this point. Right. I mean, um, 
it's all yeah. coming to a head. Yeah. I, I'm not, you know, I, I'm very, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty going into winter right now. Um, and I named this episode the return of everything all at once, because I think it's all going to hit at once. I think everything's going to, going to crash all at once. Um, but, uh, one of our, uh, one of our listeners here said, uh, what I find completely ironic is that the automotive industry has this IMDS system. All materials and substances have to be disclosed to comply with EPA international standards. They insist that the Prop 65 chemicals be disclosed to the consumer. Where is this standard with pharmaceuticals? Is there any kind of that kind of standard, standard for, pharmaceuticals? for pharmaceuticals? No, I mean, this is the terrible thing that we don't even know. I mean, they don't ha even have to disclose everything that's in these shots. I mean, no one no one really knows um, what's in them. And, and it's not like that easy to just like take something to a lab and discover everything that's in it. You have to be able to ask the right questions, right? You have to ask, okay, is this in there? Is that in there, right? If you, if you don't know the question to ask, it's kind of hard to detect, you know, the substances. There's no like, you know, piece of equipment that'll just like, scan something and tell you, you know, spit out like this is everything in this, you know, like uh, on Star Trek. It doesn't work like that. You, you have to know what to test. And and we don't, you know, we know some of the things to test for. Um, even then, it's kind of hard. I don't know what Brian Artis came up with. I mean, he was talking about, you know, that he had okay. access to some of these things and he was going to start testing for different things in them. Um, but but there may there could be, you know, technology in there that we don't even know of, right? We don't even know what it is. Um, and we don't know how to detect it, you know, or how to test for it. I mean, we have very crude methodologies, right? Like you look at it under a microscope or something and you're like, well, that looks kind of weird. You know, it looks like an antenna. It looks like, you know, something, you know, <laughs> that shouldn't be in my bloodstream. And Dr. Carrie. Maget looks at looks at some samples under um a, like a very high powered mi microscope and and said she saw like nanotechnology forming into some kind of um, structure there and and then they dropped her plane out of the sky and she almost died so hey what do you know yeah yeah there was a, this, this reminds me of what um Brooke Jackson told me she was saying that she she finally got a new job, you know, working for some kind of rare diseases um, research group. And and then this some kind of like whistleblower group got in touch with her. and They were like, you're taking you know, a lot of these regional jets, you know, in between different work sites. You should probably stop that. Right. It's OK mm -hmm. to take like a, a major, you know, uh, like a large carrier, you know, between like two large cities or something with hundreds of people on it. But you, you want to stay away from these small little hops in these tiny planes. Um, and so she she was like, you know what? It's not worth it. The risk is not worth it. I'll just like get by on one income, which, you know, everyone used to be able to do, um, which is yeah. kind of a stretch nowadays because of the loss of purchasing power, um, which is which is another reason, you know, that, um, you know, they're trying to convince everyone you don't need to be married. You don't need to, you know, <laughs> you know, just go it alone. Um, and, and everyone should just work. You know, no one should stay home and take care of the kids. Um, this other thing that, that's really, you know, upsetting right now is, you know, the incredible explosion in LGBTQ and young women and young girls, right, in the schools. Well, they're um, teaching them. Yeah, exactly. And and the thing that, you know, the the key insight here, right, that I didn't even think of until I went on one of these like sites where people are like talking about what's happened to their daughters. Um, one of these mothers was saying that like during puberty, everyone is uncomfortable in their body, 
right? Yeah. I, you get all these hormones. It's crazy. We have a 15 year old that now we know all about hormones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's, I mean, mostly probably girls, but like even boys, right? Like your body's changing, like pears sprouting up and like weird things are happening while you're sleeping. And, you know, and then not to mention like bleeding for women and like all in your voice is changing. I mean, it's like you feel uncomfortable and hair is growing on your face. And if it happens a little bit sooner for you than your friends, I mean, you feel really uncomfortable, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Everyone does. Um, and so like that apparently is proof that you're in the wrong body, that you feel uncomfortable, you know, during puberty. Everyone feels uncomfortable during puberty, right? If you haven't felt uncomfortable during puberty, you haven't gone through puberty, right? Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, so so just the, the fact that that is what, that's like the initiating event that like people start to groom them after that. Like once they realize, and they may even ask them like, and they do, right? In school, they ask them, do you feel uncomfortable in your body? Um, and of course, a majority, you know, a lot of them, if they're honest, right, are going to say, yeah, I kind of do, you know, this is weird and everything. Um, and, and then well, no one talks about the fact that like, when you now, get on that path, you're going to be really uncomfortable, you know, especially if you end up with surgery and then regret it a few years later. Now, now, apparently, if you say that uh, only women can get pregnant, then you're inviting violence towards trans people. You're automatically transphobic if you not even if you say only women can get pregnant, if you just say that women can get pregnant. Right. If you don't call them birthing people, you're inviting violence. <laughs> uh, I'm yeah, like, it, it, sorry, no, I, I, I am a woman. And uh, if you ever call me a birthing person, you you are not going to like <laughs> you. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, the, the, the biggest problem with all of these like woke ideologies is that they just make no sense. Right. They're not internally consistent in any way. Right. You can identify as like the opposite sex or you can identify as a cat, but you can't identify as a black person if you're white. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I mean, they just are oh, senseless. They're, they're ridiculous. Actually, a really that's a good <laughs> argument. Point. That's a great point. Yeah. That's a good argument. Yeah, I can't sell. I'm white. I can't yeah. self-identify as black. Yeah. Oh no, because yeah, I'm and, and remember, like a year or two ago, there were all these like famous cases of people who had been like pretending to be like you know um, either African American or like Hispanic or something. There was this Jewish like professor, this yes. Jewish lady who yes. was like passing herself off as something else, right? And 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 everyone was in uproar about it. <laughs> Yeah, and Elizabeth Warren as an American Indian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, zero point zero 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 some some like I don't know like point two three percent. She actually just came out and said, and and uh, we'll, we'll roll on this one for a second. She came out and said that pregnancy crisis centers outnumber abortion clinics three to one, and we need to close the pregnancy crisis centers because women that are looking to kill their, I'm sorry, terminate their pregnancies are getting confused and are going to pregnancy crisis centers where instead of getting to terminate their pregnancies, they're getting help on, on how to, you know, like raise their babies and, and, and sustain a family and things like that. So we need to close all of those. And, but here, here's my point. I don't know why all the libtards are up, sorry, liberals are up in arms about the overturning of Roe v. Wade, because I mean, if they, they can't get an abortion in their state now, they can just go get a booster shot, right? Does the same thing. <laughs> yeah. And, and now they're trying to, you know, expand, you know, availability of like a mail order, you know, abortion pill, unfortunately. Um, you know, what, one thing that I want to really tell people in America, you know, especially parents, I mean, I'm a parent of, of children, um, 
is that it's it's basically it's time to head for the hills, right? Like you cannot raise a child surrounded by all this garbage and expect them to be, you know, to grow up normally. All right. They will get infected. It's like a mind virus. You don't even want them to be aware of these things like like they shouldn't even know they exist. Okay, because it weasels into your brain, right? And and just and and then you start having these thoughts and ideas, right? That you would have never even considered to be possible unless that initial like, you know, why do they say like see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil? Like you're not even supposed to talk about stuff that's so evil because it, it gets into your brain and it starts mm -hmm. to like work in your subconscious. And then like two years later, this idea pops up that like, hey, you know, that's that's grown from that like poisoned fruit that you ate. Um, and so, so we don't even tell our kids this stuff exists. Okay. Yeah. Um, and we're going to try to shelter them until they're like 20 or something, you know, hopefully, I mean, and, and the re and the, you have to get extreme about it. Right. Yeah. And that means like, they have to have, like, if they have access to the internet, it has to be like completely monitored. Right. Like fail safe. Right. Like there's, there's like, you know, government level like security involved right it needs to be like rock solid um and number two no social media right because all the groomers are on there right they're coming for your daughters they're coming for your sons and and just go and read you know on all these forums of these you know, these people who've had their kids like turn into like alien creatures um you know right around even before puberty right it's happening far sooner than we than anyone can even expect right i mean it's happening at younger and younger ages so i mean i i don't trust my kids around just random children right unless i've like vetted the parents and the kids my kids can't just play with whoever they want they they can't just go to a school where like anyone can come up and talk to them about this weird stuff right um and i know it's not possible for everyone but you should seriously consider the risk involved and your children being exposed to any of these ideas, um, you're gonna lose a certain percentage of your kids, okay? You got three kids, you'll probably lose one, all right? If they go through the American school system, all right? Um, I mean, it's time to like do whatever you have to do, whether it's grow your own food, homeschool your kids, you know, get by in half the salary that you're used to, whatever, right? Let's just scrape by if you have to. I mean, you know, That's, there's all kinds of blogs about how you can live off of a few thousand you, dollars a year. It's not you that literally hard. just described our family, Dr. Saeed, because we are living <laughs> off of one income now. I'm not working. I'm homeschooling our son and I'm growing my own food. In fact, we're about to start a new channel um, called uh, Freedom Gardens. Um, and I'm, I'm, Gonna, we're going to learn together how to how to grow food, how to raise chickens from chicks, um, and uh, you know how to make your own herbal medicines and how to can and preserve things. And um, I just I, and both outdoor gardening and container gardening and cracky gardening inside uh, because I just I think it's so important. And it's not just that food is so expensive, but pretty soon it's not going to be there. No, no, no. Honestly, it's not even that, right? It's worse than that. The food is like just junk Poison. food. Even the healthy food is junk food. Okay. Yeah. Like even what is supposed to be healthy for you, like vegetables and stuff and, and even most of the meat. I mean, it's like the soil is depleted, right? Like it's trash. It's, it's not, it doesn't have the nutrition in it that it's supposed to. It doesn't have the vitamins and the minerals that it's supposed to have. Um, it, it's, it's just like, you know, the, the food, we, we've lost our food supply. I mean, it's not, it's not health producing food. I mean, it's like, it, 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 people notice this when they go to like the countryside in Italy or something, and they go to like one of these roadside restaurants and they're just like, baffled at how delicious everything is right yeah. like that's that's real food that's yeah. like a culture that really like really values like good food and they've they've 
kept up, you know, like proper farming practices and heirloom varieties and whatever it takes. I mean, you, you need like, ideally you need rotational farming. You need to like leave the land fallow and let it, you know, let the cattle or the goats or whatever graze and, you know, on the grass and, you know, poop on it. And, you know, yep. um, you know, that that's the only way to really keep your land, you know, working for you and not against you. Right. So, so we've, gone entirely in the opposite direction in the United States with industrialized agriculture. The soil is completely depleted. Um, I mean, it's like a the, the country is like basically a dust bowl, right? Um, you know, if you didn't throw nitrogen fertilizer on top of it, it wouldn't grow anything. But the fertilizer, it doesn't have everything that you need, you know? It doesn't have beans. what manure gives the soil. Grow beans. That's, I actually, I had uh, three yards of compost delivered from our, our local uh, landscape supply company today. Um, which cost me about a third of what it would cost if I had bought it by the bag. And it's so much better quality because it's, you know, it's local, it's organic, it's, it's natural compost. Um, so shout out to Taylor's landscape supply here in uh, Savannah. Um, but uh, it, it's, I, I didn't want to put fertilizer, you know, like chemical shit that I bought at the store on my plants. Cause that defeated the whole purpose. So I started looking up companion planting and I, I learned that if you plant borage in front of your uh, tomatoes, it will keep all the, the tomatoes away and marigolds around the outside. Um, and then beans, I don't even like beans, but I planted a shit ton of beans because they put nitrogen into the ground, into your soil. It's in the most natural fertilizer. And then, um, and then actually we have ducks. And so every couple of days I clean out the duck pool and I use that to water the gardens. And then that's just more fertilizer. Uh, cause duck shit's the only thing that can go directly onto a, a growing garden without, you know, getting like whatever kind of funky, whatever. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, but, but these, these are the things that we have to learn. These are the things we have to go back to because it's, it's going to be so important. Every, everything is, everything is going to, everything's going to hit all at once. And, um, and, and we, we need to be prepared. So, yeah. Yeah. In terms of, you know, on the subject of like gardening and uh, monkeypox, like where do they connect? Um, Saracenia purpurea, purpurea is that like ancient Indian remedy for smallpox and it works against monkeypox. Um, actually it's a, it's a carnivorous plant and it like gets rid of like all these like, you know, bugs that you don't want around actually. It, it kind of like, there, there's these little pods and they end up falling into them and getting like digested and eaten by this plant it's like it's a, it's a pretty cool plant people buy it just to like kind of like get rid of the the pests you know uh, mm -hmm. around their house um and then you know you can you can keep it in case you know monkeypox becomes a real you know a real problem right right now it's obviously not but you know and, and it may just you know kill off all the you know sodomites instead of you know <laughs> everyone else um it you know which brings up another thing that i think you know i i never really um, thought about this until recently, how important it is the words that you use, right? Um, and, you know, how they, how the powers that be, whoever, have been um, infiltrating our culture and our minds, right? And, and like, you know, I found myself saying this one, like men who have sex with men, right? I actually wrote it in an article mm -hmm. once. And I was like, you know, we shouldn't say that, right? That's sodomy. It's not sex, right? Um, you know, sex is between a man and a woman, just like marriages. And how could they get to the point where they changed marriage? First, they had to change the definition of sex, you know? And then they were able to change the definition of marriage. Um, so it starts with the words and the same with the, you know, these shots, the clot shots. I mean, people calling them vaccines when they're not. Um, and it gets like, it, and it's just like everyone in our society has grown up thinking the definition of vaccine means something, right? It means 
especially means that like you may not be at risk, but you're trying to protect the herd, right? This herd immunity idea. We're trying to do good for everyone else, not necessarily ourselves, um, but everyone else. And, and these things, it, this definition does not apply to these shots. So they're, they're not vaccines. Yeah. So um, last time you came on, you were, uh, you had a, a package of essential antibiotics. Are you still, are you still doing that? Yeah. Yeah. We're still doing that. Um, you know, people can get a free antibiotic ebook, you know, even if you don't want the antibiotics and, and you can also register for free and just ask questions for free. I mean, there's no like, you know, hard upsell trying to like get you to pay something, you know, you can just ask questions. Um, from from me and my staff, um, medical questions, you know, if you want, um, so you can register as a patient for free and just get free information. And that's um, at doc.com correct? Yeah, and and the other the other initiative is mygotostack.com. It's S T A C, and um, you know, if you don't want to, you know, plant uh, you know Saracenia purpurea in your garden for smallpox, monkeypox, um, we are working on and probably in the next few weeks we'll be releasing a saracenia purpurea um capsulated powder which um you know the last i checked there's like no one offering it anymore there were some tinctures that were available on etsy and i, I think i bought the last ones like the last three that they had um but there's there's really no one offering those um and then there's some other things for like long COVID and vaccine injuries like in terms of herbs and stuff a protease inhibitor product that is coming out in the next few days as well which is um something that's helping some people with long haul. It also works for the acute infection with, you know, COVID and other things. Um, so, so there's vitamins and, and supplements. I think they're the best ones available um, in the world. And, and you can see, you know, more information about why I think that is, but I've added something like some synergistic things that no one else has. Um, so like, for example, everyone's using vitamin C, D, zinc, and quercetin, right? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the, the core um, of the pro of the vitamin protocol. And so what I realized was that Quercetin is really important, obviously, right? Because it's the zinc ionophore. That's what gets zinc into the cells. Yep. Just like ivermectin and HCQ gets zinc into the cells. But quercetin on its own isn't absorbed very well. So you don't actually absorb a lot of it. One way to help that is by taking it with food. And to boost it even more, you add bromelain. And bromelain is also has this other synergistic effect, not just improving quercetin absorption. And it's a, it's a pineapple enzyme it also digests the spike protein, which is awesome. You know, I mean, it actually chops it up, you know, directly, whether it's uh, from the shot or whether it's from the virus or whether it's from long COVID or whatever. Um, and then the other thing that was really important that I realized was missing is all these people taking extra vitamin D and a lot of them have never heard of K2. So K2, K2 is really important, you know, and maybe everyone knows about it, but, you know, it's nice to have it all in the same supplement, right? Just yeah put the K2 in there with it and the bromelain in there with it. And, and so that you're the calcium, the extra calcium you absorb with the vitamin D, that's what vitamin D does. It improves calcium absorption among other things, you know, for your immune system, but that calcium can go into hardening your arteries and damaging your kidneys and causing dementia, or it can go into your bones and your teeth where it's supposed to be. And that's what K2 does. Um, this is what, you know, you're probably familiar with Weston Price, the Weston Price Foundation, all of his research in the early 20th century. You know, he's a dentist who went around to, you know, all these indigenous cultures and tribes around the world tried to figure out what was missing from the modern industrial diet. Why, why were we all getting tooth decay when all these you know, hunter-gatherer tribes did not? And, and he, he discovered that it was something common to all their, you know, all their foods that he called uh, the X factor, um, which we've discovered in the modern age is vitamin K2. Um, and, and it's not found in like leafy green vegetables, right? You have to get it from it can be found in like um, in, in some quantity in like the the butter that 
the cows make when they're eating rapidly growing grass in the springtime. So, um, you know, if you make butter at that time, you'll get vitamin K2 in it. Or, you know, Japanese have a food called natto, which is kind of slimy, weird um, dish that they eat in the mornings. It's fermented soybeans. Um, or you can just take a pill. Um, and, and there is one of the organs, right? I also, you know, I, I've started taking these ancestral supplements. I don't know if you guys know, are familiar with the liver king. Um, but I think those are great for a lot of people, especially who've been like so freaked out by, by the stress of this whole thing, you know, um, you know, to take adrenal support, which ba basically is just the adrenal gland, you know, of a cow, um, just, just eat that. Um, so whatever kind of organ is under stress, just eat that organ and you'll, and you'll find your life probably gets a whole lot easier. Um, a lot of women, you know, with thyroid issues, just eat thyroid, you know, and, and you'll see that you're starting to lose weight and your thyroid problems start to diminish. Um, so, uh, and, and men, you know, there's a male optimization, optimization formula. There's a female optimization formula that has the, you know, male and female sexual glands of the, you know, the cat cow in them. Um, so, so there, there's a lot of things you can do, um, you know, to boost your immunity. Uh, and, and the most important is probably just to like control your weight and get sunshine every day. There's this great article by Stephanie Seneff. She's an MIT researcher. Um, and she's published an article at Western Price Foundation on why, you know, it's not just vitamin D. That's like, you know, everyone thinks sunlight equals vitamin D. It's way, way more than that. It's way more complicated than that. And there's actually some really cool like science um, suggesting that you actually um, kind of charge like this battery in your blood vessels when you get exposed to sunlight. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's a whole rabbit hole you can go down. I've talked to a couple of different people, um, but it's it's kind of hard to find this information online. So I know we're kind of running out of time. I'm running out of time, so <laughs> got to cut it short. I, I was no, actually, I was going to let you go, but uh, actually, it was really funny because you, you said eat the adrenal area of the animal, um, <laughs> and I was just thinking to myself, I was like, so wait a minute, if I have like butt cancer, am I supposed to go eat the butt of a? <laughs> They, they sell well like they sell prostate yeah. right like like the male optimization formula they call it mofo is um <laughs> it's like it's like it, it's the prostate gland plus like the testicles and and something else i think even like part of the bladder but yeah i mean yeah so like the idea is i mean maybe there's some kind of like energetic signature but it's just like a basic level right um everything an organ needs has been concentrated in the organ of an animal already right so like why do you need to go you know, in different places trying to find all the different vitamins and things that you need to support your prostate when you can just eat prostate and it's got everything your prostate needs in it, right? Um, you know, it's all it's all there. Uh, so um, this right. is, you know, what traditional cultures did. And, and you just have to try it. Like if you have like a, and this is actually what people with diabetes used to do. They used to just eat the pancreas or, or people with like, um, you know, low thyroid function. They used to just eat the thyroid. And, and literally like the hormone gets absorbed and gets used by your body. And it actually works like, like the insulin from the pancreas of a cow or a goat or a pig or whatever, it actually has very similar effects as human insulin, right? So, so this is how they used to treat some of these diseases is by just giving you the organ itself. Um, and, and to this day, a lot of people with low thyroid function take, you know, um, nature throid or, you know, one of these other thyroid supplements that comes from a pig thyroid gland and that you're basically just eating the gland, the thyroid mm -hmm. gland. So, so this stuff, I mean, modern medicine acknowledges that it actually works. Um, and so, you know, and also, you know, if you have like, for example, men, instead of taking like, you know, testosterone shots, just, you know, get some, you know, some testicles from the goat or from so the Rocky cow. Mountain oysters. Rocky Mountain oysters. So, there you yeah, go. Yeah. They were just asking about that in the chat and I was like, oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. 
Yes. All right. All right. Uh, well, we Thank appreciate you, you coming on, Doc. I, I, I can't even tell you how Absolutely. much we appreciate you because I feel so yeah. much more solid now than I did at the beginning of the show. Sure. Yeah, no, it's my pleasure. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. uh, it's great it's a rough to have show to come in on. Yeah. It's like-minded this. people. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm sorry to hear about that. And I mean, I hope his family, if he has family, is okay. And, yeah, he, um, he does. Um, so yeah, my and, prayers I'm, are with you all. Thank you. We're, uh, and there's a lot of people that are in the, the chat that are, that, yeah, I'll be. Thank uh, you as well. Yeah. So, um, so, uh, uh yeah. Anyway, we'll so, uh, uh, talk, talk uh, to you again, of course. Yes, of um, course. And again, you guys can find Dr. Saeed at my go to doc.com or my go to stack.com. Um, but, uh, my go to doc. And, uh, I'll tell you what, it's, it's fantastic. Cause he's, he's not out to just, you know, He's not like big pharma. He's not out to get your money. He's yeah. actually there to help you. So now, honestly, if people can't, if even people can't afford like, you know, and they really need a prescription, like we, we don't charge them. You just have to let us know that you can't afford it. And so, yeah, I mean, we're not just trying to like fleece people. Um, so I, I realize some people can't afford it and we don't even really ask like why. I mean, there's no like application process or anything. It's just like you can't afford it. Okay, there you go. We'll write the prescription for you. Gotcha. So amazing. That's awesome. Right. Well, we appreciate it, Doc. Thank you, Doc. Have and a great uh, night. Sure. We'll see you sure. Again. All right. Thanks. All right. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. So. All right. So I've been watching the chat here, and I want to I want to do some housekeeping. I know people got really upset over on the foxhole, which we did shut down. I apologize. We did not realize that it was overwriting Justin's old shows. Um, I will tell you, however, that while we were in Vegas, he gave me the password to his computer. So when we go back out there for his funeral. Um, I am going to access his computer and I'm hoping that most of his old shows will be on there. Uh, Jaquan Domaster, I know you grabbed some websites um, for Justin. So uh, I'll get with you and and maybe we'll set up a, a website just with all of his old content. Um, you can also access all of that on Roku. Um, for those of you guys that are upset about asking if we have the right to take over Justin's channels, yada, 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 uh, I, I will tell you that we were already in discussions with Justin about broadcasting to his channels, which is how we're able to do it now because he already gave me his stream keys. Um, we had talked about it because I generally produce the show. Uh, I I do the guests. I um, I put out the podcast, the audio, the audio version, I do the editing, et cetera. Um, so I was working with him on the business end and, uh, because we had different schedules because we're on the evening and he was on during the day and he had gotten to a place where he felt like his show had kind of, it, it, it had plateaued. Um, and he wasn't getting a, a whole lot more new listeners at, and don't get me wrong. He loved you guys. He loved all of us, but he loved you guys so much. And I mean, he told us all the time that you were the best audience ever. I mean, more than he could ask for. You followed him from place to place all over the internet every time he got canceled. Um, and, you know, he always, so many people, you guys were his friends, you were his family. And, um, but we, we were going to help him. And, that was why we were going to go on his channels as well. Um, so that because the more, the more shows you play on a channel, the more it gets recommended. Um, you know, the, the more views you get, it gets put on front pages, things like that. So the more people see it and jump in. Um, so we, this, this was already planned. Um, it's not like we just came in and said, uh, you know, Justin Zed, we're going to steal his audience. That's not how this worked. Um, we, we are 
we are doing this in his honor, in his memory, because we loved him so much. Um, I know he was, he was one of my best friends. Uh, he was Mick's best friend. They, they talked every single day and, uh, and, and yeah, and, and we miss him. Um, we want to try and keep his business going. Um, we're going to be talking to his business partner to see, uh, what it would take to, to keep that going. Um, his, his products were, were so worth it. And I know he wouldn't want to let it go and he wouldn't want us to give up. He wouldn't want us to stop telling the truth. Um, and Kiwi boy, I know you said you, you wish that this was a, a show in, in honor of Justin. Uh, we, we did that last night. Um, uh, James from We the people radio came on and, uh, we did a, a two hour show, just, just 100% in his memory. And I'd have done it again today, but we had Dr. Said scheduled. And, and honestly, I, I, I needed a, a little bit of a distraction, um, for an hour on it. So, um, yeah, so that's where we're at. Um, we and J and James from We the People Radio are going to work on uh, scheduling and and seeing when um, we can broadcast the shows on his channels as well as our own, because we don't want him to be forgotten. We 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 will talk about him every show. We will end every show with one of his prayers. Um, so. And then the the last thing I know, someone in here said, uh, "Are we are are we absolutely sure that he's that he committed suicide? And have we talked to his family?" Um, I I've talked at length with his girlfriend Lindsay. Um, she was there when it happened. Uh, it was it was his decision. It was his choice. Um, and I just I, I pray that I pray that he's. Uh, that he understands now and that, that he understands how much we all loved him because he never really thought he was worthy of that. Um, and for those that are saying that we gave too many details last night or, or even today, uh, there's already rumors flying and Justin was never one to hold back. He'd tell you the truth, whether you liked it or not. So, uh, yeah. So I, I wasn't about to sugarcoat it for y'all. I don't think he'd want us to. And if you don't like it, then I, I'm sorry. I, we also wanted to get out ahead of the rumors um, because they're, they're already, they're already flying. So that as hard as those details may be to hear, um, the more truth that we can give you about what happened, then the fewer rumors will be able to be generated. So we're, we're trying to get out ahead of that. Um, yeah. Uh, James from We The People Radio will be doing a tribute to Justin at 8.30 tonight. We'll be popping in there as well. Um, and, uh, yeah. So it's, uh, it's been a rough day. I know everybody's going to grieve differently about this. Um, I don't know about you all. I was walking around like a fucking zombie all day. Yeah. I, uh, I was 
thanking my lucky stars that I didn't have to go all over the fucking place and do some crazy shit today. I was glad I just got stuck on one job and that was it. Um, HY hopes uh, but, you can still watch yesterday's show on Rumble. I'll I'll post the link here in in the chat. I uh, I don't know if it'll uh, um, pop it up on the screen when I post it because I think that's in the cannabis and combat chat. I uh, I can no, that's uh, not that one. Sorry. <laughs> I, I can tell you that this is. Uh, I apologize. I I didn't know it was recording over your shit. We fixed it. I hope um, we're going to try and fix that as well. Uh, I've talked to a bunch, a bunch of people about this, um, and um, we're already talking about keeping his shit alive, keeping his stuff out there. Um, his brand, his, his brand, his, his, his everything. Yeah. Um, I, I, there's nothing that we're riding on. Um, so we're, we're not here to do that. That's not what this is about. Um, but I, I got to tell you that this is, this, uh, I can't, fuck, I don't even know what to say because I'm uh, just, I don't, it, it's fucking still doesn't seem real. Um, I was waiting for my watch to ding today at, you know, normal time. And I'm like, oh, got to turn on. Got to listen. Got to listen. See what's going on. And they had to go fucking. Yeah, they had to go fucking turn turn on. You know, Jesus Christ, fucking ass clowns. Yeah, I don't like this timeline anymore. I I just um, <clears throat> and uh, Sparky Boy, thank you, but um, that was uh, uplifting to read this morning. Uh, appreciate that from uh, old Glasgow. Um. I, what's your spiritual observation there, eight drunken gods? Did you make it up above? I might have missed it. I apologize. Um, Keep going up. It's it's about the Georgia Guidestones and um, keep going. Oh no! Did you find out? Did you hear? Did you all hear that there was no fucking I know time capsule underneath. I, there wasn't. Yeah, there was no. So what they said, there was like some quaaludes and all no, kinds of there was no, there. there's no time castle found at all. It's all <laughs> bullshit. I don't know. I know a local that passed out and died last week. Uh, Georgia, Georgia Guidestones. What, what the fuck, fuck is this acceleration? acceleration? Yes, that's exactly what it is. This is acceleration. Um, for those of you that are that are new to us, um, so I, I, I will can't say get that playful. in in the you know what go ahead and 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 post post the other rumble link in the chat the one that I that I put above the Halloween one um there there was something no, up, up, yeah that one there was something else that that Justin was going through that you guys might not have been aware of something that we've uh, many of us have been going through in the past year some three years five years depending on who it is um and uh, and and we talked about it uh, quite a bit in in that true spiracy episode from last Saturday, um, which I had invited Justin to come into, but he um, he didn't. So, but uh, I I don't know. I, I should I should I? Um, 
I think most are thrown today's and being on his channel. They expected him. Some don't know what happened. I know. I, I, I get you. I, I want everybody. And that's, that's the other reason that we're still broadcasting on his channels because we want, we do want everyone to know what happened to him, that Justin is no longer with us um, so that you can pray for him and pray for his family and pray for his girlfriend because pray for, pray for all of us because uh, it's a devastating loss. There's a hole in our hearts that can't be filled. And I just, can't wait. Um, JS Reed, we, we did the first show on his channel yesterday and that was about him to help people learn and know and cope. So, um, we, we did broadcast to his channels yesterday as well. So he, uh, <sighs> I, I'm telling you folks, I, I, the short time that we knew each other, I never been so quick to tell somebody that I thought he was my brother than Justin. And I, I told him that like right off the bat and I was like, Oh, this is when it gets bad. This is when they sucker you into something and you're going to get kicked in the teeth. You're going to get hurt. Something's going to happen, whatever. And, uh, never had that feeling with him. Never, never, not even once. And, uh, you know, even, that was even before I knew about any of the other, you gotta remember, I don't, I don't listen to the fucking chit chat. I don't give a fuck what people say about people. I'll make up my own mind whether I like you or not. And Justin, I never, I never ever heard any of the shit that I heard much later on, which is, oh, he's got this and that. And then one day I finally just asked him, I was like, dude, I'm really tired of hearing this shit. What the, I was like, is this, is any of this shit true? Justin was like, yeah, man. Um, what the fuck? He's like, where'd you, where'd you hear that from? And I was like, oh, I started telling him, he's like, holy shit. And he was like, um, he's like, dude, he's just like, yeah, he started talking to me about it. He actually started just opening up about things. He's like, man, he's like, uh, you don't, you gotta, you gotta understand. Justin came out with the idea about us running for president. All right. That was his idea. I was like, yeah, I'd run with you. And we ran with it. I got to tell you, we were serious. We were dead serious about doing it. And then out of the blue one day, he texts me and I showed Vila in this and uh, out of the blue, he's like, dude, I can't, I can't do this. And I was like, what do you mean you can't do this? And like, I had this, it was really funny. I used to, when he would call me, I would quickly turn over and put on the, uh, you know, hail the chief. <laughs> and uh, I, I put on, I'd always quickly flip on hail of the chief and then answer the phone. And he, he would always laugh his balls off. And then he's just like that one day though, never laughed. He just said, dude, I can't do this. I said, do what? And he said, run for president. You don't want me. I was like, what are you talking about? And we had a huge conversation about all the shit. And I just sat there for like, th this went on for probably like a good three hours. I was like, hey, dude, you're an hour and a half into your show. And he goes, oh, shit. He's like, yeah, I forgot about that. And then he ran, went, ran and got on his show. But we had a huge conversation about all of that. And I was just like, holy crap. And um, it didn't sway my opinion still. He's still like this guy that just like I would follow him into the pits of fire. We could fucking go march into hell and back. I have no issues in going to war with him every day. None of not a fucking single one. My my only regret is I'm not gonna be able to hear him again unless I'm listening to something already recorded. Yeah. That's my biggest regret about all of this. It's like fuck. I mean, that guy was like, he had so much talent. And he applied it. And all we had to do was if we could have just got him over that bend. 
I, I just, uh, man, this is, uh, this is, it's been difficult folks. I, I'm no, it's no lie. Um, no bullshit. He, uh, he's a great dude. Great, great dude. He just like James talked about the other night, we, you know, he just suck you in. It was just like, it was his world. Are we not angry? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm fucking, fucking pissed, angry. dude. I'm fucking pissed. Um, I, I fucking. He, uh, hold on. You, you talk. I'm going to, it just doesn't, doesn't seem like I am a way better man for having known him. This world is a way better place for having him here. And this world has suffered the greatest loss by losing him without a shadow of a doubt. I don't even think about it. Don't even, doesn't even eclipse my mind. Uh, I, I think, um, wow. I, uh, you guys, uh, no, no, no. <sighs> so, um, J.S. Reed, thank you about the Elohim pot. I, I think uh, that was probably one of the biggest shows we've ever done, to be honest. Um, but I, I'm sorry, I'm just not very talkative tonight. The rest of the shit that we have brought up is just shit right now. And I know you all feel the same way. I, I know you're all in the same place. Um, he, he loved all of you. You guys are the reason that he did this. And I always, I would always ask him about it too. I was like, Hey dude, what about everybody? Else? What about everybody in the chat? Nobody's going to like the fact that you're not doing another show. And that's how I would get him back on the air. If he was being a fucking pain in the ass. Um, Lens, he, was... he, no, go ahead. So, you know, it was, that was my way of getting, kicking him in the ass, telling him that you all were the ones that, like we would, we'd talk to him and be like, man, Hey, everybody was on the chat asking when you were coming back. And, uh, he would, he'd be like, Oh, you kidding me? He always knew what I was doing, but he would always sit there and he'd always get, uh, always get butt hurt when I bring it up. So it was you guys. It wasn't, uh, he, he I can't even explain the way he talked about the wolf pack, I always giggled and I was like, man, I, I, I asked permission before I ever did this ever on the air. I asked permission and he said, shit, dude, ain't me. He said, they'll kill you if they don't like it. And I was like, touche, touche, sir, touche. And, um, I was like, uh, cause that was like one thing I never wanted to do, but I wanted to show my own respect to y'all motherfuckers. Cause y'all some savages out there. Watch you. I'm done. Watch you cut heads off. Fucking, uh, I got my master savage there. Sparky boy still rolling through fucking with a samurai sword, separating shoulders and necks and every, all that wonderful stuff. Damn straight. Blu-ray duck farts for life. Um, still in effect too, by the way, don't think we fucking forgot. I don't know if you ever watched that, uh, was that movie um, American Gangster? You remember that part in American Gangster when Denzel Washington's talking to the other guy? Oh, oh, oh these motherfuckers think they forgot. They think we forgot because you know 
Bumpy died. <laughs> I'm going to come by and collect them envelopes. But I have them envelopes out. Fucking still in effect. Blueberry duck farts. Damn straight. <sighs> um, I pray for y'all. I really do. Pray for everybody here. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how we do. And everybody that says that we have a family on here, you're so fucking right. I, it's the one thing, you know, I look forward to coming home, jumping on this to fucking scream and yell and go nuts. I, I just, uh, I could not see not doing a show yesterday. I could not see that. Me neither. And we couldn't, we couldn't not, we couldn't do a show and not talk about him. We couldn't not tell you guys what happened. There's no way that I couldn't do a show and not talk about it. There's no way, no way. I, I was like, nope, I got it. I, I was like, we either do it all as a group or we don't do it because there's just no way I'm going to come on here and lie to anybody. And I'm not going to say everything's hunky dory because it sure as hell wasn't hunky dory yesterday. It's not gotten any better today. Yeah. No, today was yesterday. Yesterday I broke. Yesterday I was broken. Today you were broken. <laughs> Still. Yeah. So I just, uh, he was a special dude. He really was. <sighs> I wish to. Uh... Um, this just fucking blows. It really does, folks. I, 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 we actually have really great content too because Hunter Biden just keeps providing us with the best <laughs> shit on earth. And I have so much to say about this. <sighs> Because I can actually say I do have a bigger dick than one person on this earth. I don't know. I, as I said, I think I'm more familiar with Hunter Schlong now than I am with yours. And that's saying a lot. I have a bigger dick than Hunter Biden. Are you sure? Okay. I'm pretty sure. I'm positive. <laughs> I could just tell. And it wasn't the angle of the camera or the fucking. I think he's, he's, or a, shadow. he's a shower, not a grower. <laughs> what's there is all you're ever going to get. I mean, we got shit to talk about with the Vatican's on fire. It's been on fire. Now they're worried about the Look, tunnels underneath right. the fucking Vatican. Boy said, um, let it out, Mick. Let's go with the news. J-Man would love that. All right. And yes, Wix, he was very protective of the show and how much work he put in. And I tell you what, I, I would, if, if he, if he didn't do like a news show, I'd call him. I'd be like, what the fuck, Dustin? Tara, <laughs> Tara. I, Tara's like, yeah. yeah, he doesn't have a large <laughs> one. <laughs> I'd be like, Justin, dude, um, I, I like, I, I count on you to give me some crazy off the wall story to talk about on our show. Like, what the fuck? Where are you? Um, yeah, I. Or uh, he'd play some amazing clip, and I'd be like, dude, I need you to send me that, please. Or where did you find that? At? Yeah. I, I found him calling him after shows, especially if it's a clip y'all fucking went nuts about. It's something really funny. I was just like, dude, where'd you find that? <laughs> Hook a brother up. Yeah. But man, it, it, I, 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 I know I should. It just, uh, they fucking, all right. Tell you what, we'll try and put a smile on somebody's face. Maybe somebody will get a kick out of this. I, I got one I, I, I'll bring up. All, all right. right. Because I'm sorry. This is some shit. I have, you know, I've, I've, <laughs> you already know. So if you've been listening for a minute, you already know. Give me one second. I apologize. Got it. Justin's been in the same boat before. Where the hell is it? 
It did that stupid thing again. Yeah, it did. It sure fucking did. Go to the. I think you had to go to the Google thing to do uh, it. I don't fucking know. No, no, no. Player. It's QuickTime. Yeah, there you go. Which one was it? It was. Uh, um, um, no, that's. Yeah. What's this one? There you go. That's got to be. There you go. All right. Consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. <laughs> all, right, all right. That's pretty funny. I'm sorry. Right, that kind of got me to a, a giggle. Not really the giggle, but a giggle. <laughs> a little bit of a giggle. Yeah. Yeah. But, wow. Oh, repeat the line. <sighs> I saw a great meme. And it's, it's Biden saying, repeat the line. And Hunter below, below him doing a line of Coke saying, okay. <laughs> <laughs> why do we have hunters caucus our green screen saver go ahead and, and play that the, the fucking but there you go we we i was forced to watch this so you get to all share too which this one oh, whichever one it doesn't matter oh it doesn't okay. there's both there's 200 videos so ones of him um fighting with a, a hooker over how much coke is on, or crack is on the scale and the other one's a that compilation of his cock so yeah. that one that's the uh, that, yeah <laughs> yeah all right, here you go. Let's do it. This will be this will be worth. <sighs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. One. It's the ten crack commandments. Uh, uh. Man, can't tell me nothing about this coke. Uh -huh. Can't tell me nothing about this crack. This weed, my hustling niggas. Uh. Niggas on the corner. I ain't forget you, niggas. My triple B niggas. I've been in this game for years. It made me an animal. It's rules to the shit. I wrote me a manual, a step by step booklet for you to get your game on track. Not your wig pushed back. Rule number uno. Never let no one know how much dough you hold. Cause you know, they try to breed jealousy, especially if that man fucked up. Get your ass stuck up. Number two. Never let them know your next move. Don't you know bad boys move in silence and violence? Take it from your eyes. Uh huh. I done squeeze mad clips at these cats so they bricks and chips. Number three, never trust nobody. Your mom just set that ass up properly gassed up. Hoodie the mask up. For that fast buck, she be laying in the bushes to light that ass up. Number four, know you heard this before. Never get high on your own supply. Number five, never sell no crack where you rest at. I don't care if they want to ounce, tell them bounce. Number six, that goddamn credit, get it. You think a crackhead paying your back, shit, forget it. Seven, this rule is so underrated. Keep your family and business completely separated. Money and blood don't mix like two dicks and no bitch. Find yourself in serious shit. Number eight, never keep no weight on you. Them cats that squeeze your guns can hold jumps too. Number nine should have been number one to me. If you ain't getting back, stay the fuck for police. Uh -huh. If niggas think you're snitching, they ain't trying to listen. They be sitting in your kitchen, waiting to start hitting. Number ten, a strong word called consignment. Strictly for live men, not for freshmen. Uh -huh. If you ain't got the clientele, say hell no. Cause they gon' want their money, rain, sleep, hell snow. Follow these rules, you have mad bread to break uh -huh. up. If not, 24 years on the wake up. Slug hit your temple, watch your frame shake up. Caretaker did your makeup. When you pass, your girl fuck my man Jacob. Yeah. 
yes, Jay, this is a PG version of what's out there. The there's worse, unfortunately. There, there we just can't worse, show it I, on I really, here because we will get booted. I, so. I didn't want y'all to be as familiar with Hunter Schlong as I've been forced to be over the last 48 hours. Because this one was like, hey, go on 4chan and download everything that you find on there about Hunter. And I was like, I, I almost threw up. I, and I was, I was higher than a pilot's lunchbox. It was so bad. I was like, you've got, why did the man film himself doing everything? Who does that? And can someone please buy him a fucking pair of underwear? I hear Tommy John's is wonderful. They actually are. Oh my God. Seriously. Okay. And the question remains, who is Pedo Peter? And, and why uh, is the entire family texting him or texting about him? Or texting from him and not only that's the bigger question the entire family dr jill biden is on these text messages with this guy pedo peter which everybody right now I, I get it there's a lot of speculation and supposition out there because i've i've heard a different side of this and i'm just going to tell you right now we're going to be very very careful about what we say um now, there is a lot of supposition. There's a lot of, well, uh, Peter Peter is uh, you-know-who. But we have no idea. Nope. I can tell you right now, that is all supposition. And right now, they are looking to sue anybody on the whole Peter Peter pedo peter thing and that's a little bit of a scary thought so i was just like yeah we'll be careful about that i've told everybody i can get in touch with yeah yes but, that's that's what we think outdoor girl but we're not sure so yes starting in 2016 and this is not supposition this is fact joe biden started using the pseudonym peter henderson yep. which is the name of a character from the tom clancy novels he was a kgb mole in the american government Anybody else find that weird that that's Isn't the backstory that on that weird? guy? Right. Now, I have Manchurian candidate. a conspiracy theory about this one, and this is pure blown conspiracy theory, okay? Because y'all know, if you've watched me for a while, you know how my mind works, and like I, I see conspiracy everywhere. I find puzzle pieces and put them together, and all right. So we've all seen the pictures of the old Joe versus the new Joe, and anyone with eyes to see can see that that's not the same man. I'm sorry, but plastic surgery doesn't make you go from having um, attached or detached earlobes to attached earlobes. And it doesn't change your eyes from blue to brown. Um, and it doesn't change the actual structure of your face, like, you know, the, the distance between your eyes and from your nose to your chin and all that good stuff. So different man, right? What if... That different man came about in 2016, exactly at the time that he started using the pseudonym Peter Henderson, because we know that they have to tell us what they're doing, even if it's covertly, right? They, they always have to give you some hint, some clue of what they're doing, because that way, if you do nothing about it, then you're complicit and they're absolved of guilt. So what if, what if the new Joe Biden what if Joe got taken out in 2016 and the new Joe Biden using the pseudonym Peter Henderson came into the picture? And, and that's why uh, Hunter um, refers to him refer as such refers to this person as Peter Peter. That that title. Just a conspiracy theory. Just saying. So hashtag you know. face off. I like that. Yeah. Line. Yes. Very, very right. Point. Anyway. So that's that's just my theory. But um 
Thank you, C. Blanche, by the way. Appreciate it. Really do. <sighs> yeah. You guys are a big help, too, because I, 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 I see you guys dealing with it. Everybody deals with it in their own way. I, uh, I like it. I like we all kind of support ourselves right now, and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to. Um, I did. Um, I I compiled some of the. I compiled some of the condolences that we got over the last day, and um, and I sent them to Lindsay to to Justin's girlfriend. I asked her first if she'd like for them for me to share them with her, or if it would be too much, and she asked me to share. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to share some with y'all as well. Um, I'm not going to say who they're from. I'm just, I'll just read them. Let's see. Uh, how you holding up? I'm a fucking crying mess. Damn. I'm going to miss that man. Hugs. If you need to talk, I'm here. I'm not doing it very well. I was barely able to go live, but the fam needs to know. And the truth, this is just so fucked up, but he went on his terms and stood by what he said. Just such a waste. And then, uh, I mourn Justin with you both. I found y'all through Justin and I love the three of you so very much. I listen to a replay a day late, but I'm always listening with all the shut shit Justin was digging up and putting out on the secret societies and all. I wouldn't have let them take me out either. So most likely he made the best decision for him. He'll be sorely missed and I would love the opportunity to converse with y'all. Just wanted to let you know you are loved and we are out here. This absolutely breaks my heart. For the past couple of months, I've been working on a documentary with Jason Frank about their discoveries out at the border wall. Without, with watching and editing countless hours of footage, although I didn't know Justin personally, I felt like I knew Justin. I would always say to myself while editing, man, that guy has a million-dollar smile. I've got to get that into the film somehow. Prayers being sent out to his friends and family. Justin is home with the Lord. I took a break for my birthday Sunday, Monday, to fish and refresh. This is not what I'd expected to come back to. I just sent our boy a jerky package. Keep us up to date. We'll miss you, brother. Oh, yeah. So I can't even tell you guys how much we appreciate all of the prayers and emails and text messages and phone calls. And um, we all loved him so much. So. I, uh, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I, I got, I got nothing. Yeah. Um, so, um, we're going to get off of this though, because we got to let, uh, James set up his stream and, st uh, and stuff for, uh, it'll be going live in about an hour. We're going to eat something before we get on his show. Yeah. Um, cause we really couldn't eat yesterday. Um, but, uh, let's, let's let, let's let Justin close us out. <laughs> yes. The <laughs> only prayer that we need right now, I think is the best one yeah. by far. And uh might become a new end for us. I don't know. Yeah, we'll I, I, I think so. We'll figure something out. We'll do something that's respectful. Yeah. That way. I know Lindsay's been working on doing various TikToks oh, of him. God, why does this do this? I don't know. So maybe she'll uh, she'll send us some and she'll I hook us up. We'll go from there. Yeah. Now, as you're settling into your meditation state, I'd like to think about and have you think about all the the horrible things that Joe Biden has done to this country. And when you breathe deep, take that deep breath all the way in, all the way into the lungs. And as you exhale, say, fuck Joe Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. Again, all the way in. 
Think about the gas prices, the inflation, the rent prices, and all in the breath out, all the way out, all the way out, out. It's fuck Joe Biden. And I want you to remember, as we fade to black here, and the screen just gives you a nice calm picture of a black screen. Very shortly, you won't have a screen. You won't have electricity. Any of the worries of this common world. You'll be fed. You'll be clothed, and you will be loved. Because remember, the government loves you. Agenda 21 is what you need. Again, now breathe in all the way in. Deep breaths, deep breaths, deep breaths. And on the way out, what do we say? Fuck Joe Biden. system in the backwoods there's a way of doing things if you break in we don't leave all of the fun to the police i just heard a bunch of racket coming from the back screen door as soon as you step in i'm gonna drop you on the kitchen floor because we ain't playing we ain't playing my sawed off 12 gauge spreads a country mile, you know it Step one foot in this house, son, you've already blown it Text 20 minutes for the police to find my house But I'll have you gone in less than one Cause out here I am 911 Texas has the castle doctrine, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Carolinas, Oklahoma, they're all here to let you know. But then we got New York, New Jersey, with a duty to retreat. I guess they'd rather have you dead than to protect your family. And that's why my sawed off 12 gate spreads a country mile, you know it. Step one foot in this house, son, you've already blown it Text 20 minutes for the police to find my house But I'll have the job already done Cause out here I am 911 Fast sheriff, he can't save you It'll already be too late protect you Let you live to see another day My sawed off 12 gate spreads a country mile You know it Step one foot in this house Son, you've already blown it Text 20 minutes for the police to find my house But I'll have you gone in less than one here I am, 911. I'm 911.
wish I could swim Like dolphins Like dolphins can swim Though nothing Will keep us together We can beat them Forever and ever How we can be heroes Just for one day How we can be heroes Just for one day Where no one sleeps deeply, the pillows are bad and the sheets are made cheaply. But there is one family in the Sleepyville town that uses my pillow for the best sleep around. My pillows are adjustable for proper alignment, and the Giza sheets breathe so they feel no confinement. So order my pillow for great sleep refinement. 
Why are they so chipper? Their co-workers wondered. So much energy and zest, like they've had the best slumber. And when they peeked in the window, the secret was clear. My pillow, sheets, pillows, and mattress toppers appeared. My pillow is breathable and lasts more than 10 years. It's washable and dryable and was manufactured right here. Giza cotton is what makes the softest of sheets, and the mattress topper helps support pressure points for deep, dreamy sleep. So click the link below to stop counting sheep. We want my pillow! The citizens of Sleepyville cried, but they didn't realize the family had a surprise inside. They were all given a my pillow to keep. We spent a third of our life snoozing, so let's make it quality sleep. I got towels too. And mine are blue. So welcome to my pillowville where everyone sleeps on the pillows that align in the softest of sheets. With the support of the mattress topper, the people snooze deep and wake up well rested and their deadlines they keep. So if your bed feels like rocks and your sheets feel like Brillo, you need better sleep, which means you need my pillow. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead, click the button. I'm tired of rhyming, so please click it and save me. Please, I can't rhyme anymore. Just click that link. Stop watching this and click the link to get the best sleep of your life.